uh, remix. Stop. What up, what up, man, it's a remix, it's your boy, Eddie Trump Gordon, UFC Ultimate Fighter Champ. Yeah, let me tell you something, your station is bananas, inspiring to, to try to be like you, man. Keep doing what you do, I love it, much love. As I said from the beginning, from the first time I saw your account, I said you're doing something that nobody else is doing in medicine, and by the heavens, you must continue. Because you are showing the young generation what is possible. You must continue. Sim Osgood. <laughs> Sim Osgood. One reason he went to the Pro Bowl as a special teams guy are plays like that. He's able to strip it and then it stays in bounds. He takes a seat, crosses his legs. No problem, guys. Go to work. Medicine Remix is a great station because you guys just cover the full gamut of the human persona, the human flight. You guys send out prescriptions of life. What I love about you guys' show, Medicine Remix, is the fact that you guys will take a hip hop quote, put it into a prescription formula because people need to know how to live. Uh, Artwork in the form of rap, hip hop, sort of like now with Pfizer, and we're telling you, these could be your side effects. If you don't check yourself, it's true. You will wreck yourself. You will. <laughs> hey guys, I just wanted to let you know I'm hanging out with someone from Apple, and they said that they listened to your station and loved it. Just wanted to give you that feedback. That's the remix, fam. Scary me. Remix. Next big thing, get on it now. Appreciate that, brother. Make the most of today. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Bye. Support for today's Medicine Remix show comes from Humbalegra, 24-hour non-drowsy humility tablets, the hardcore check-your-ego over-the-counter drug. Humbalegra can clear up that gassed-up sensation which can commonly lead to people sounding like arrogant assholes that forgot where they came from. You know, for those moments when you act like you're the shit or that your shit don't stink but need a gentle reminder that in fact, you ain't shit at all because you can lose it all in an instant. Humbalegra, check your damn self before you wreck your damn self. Now, let's get back to the humbling journey of Medicine Remixed. Yo, yo, it's your boy D, and uh, I feel like I've been away for kind of ever. I was working this weekend, I'm happy to be back to my regular work schedule. That doesn't even sound like a victory. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I was moonlighting this weekend, meaning uh, on top of my already fucked up schedule, um, I decided to work some extra hours. Uh, full days actually, uh, Saturday and Sunday, so essentially, uh, you just don't take any time off. And you get paid about as much for the weekend as you do for two weeks work as a resident. What? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, which is why I'm doing this segment. Um, I wanted to talk about just sort of the breakdown of what it is when you're a person going through with your medical education and how you may or may not ever cross paths with somebody actively in training um, when you're in the hospital or your loved one is in the hospital. Um, so the, and sort of the, what gave me the impetus to do this is that I had a buddy call me, this was, I don't know, months ago now, um, just kind of out of the blue. Um, I love him. 
you know, love him like a brother. We, we, we don't talk all that often, but generally it's, it's over text. Um, but so if one of us calls each other, it's because, you know, we're, we're in a slump or, or something's going on. So he, he just kind of called me out of the blue and he said, hey man, um, my dad's in the hospital and uh, he's, he had really bad seizures. I think maybe he stopped taking his medication. And I was kind of taken back because I, I don't know, maybe he's told me, but I didn't even know his dad had a seizure disorder but nonetheless um he says yeah man so we're in the hospital and they they want to put this uh this central line in and i don't have any confidence in this doctor man um i was hoping you could talk to him and the re- the reason i kind of laugh is because you know it's 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 not that easy um you know i don't know this doctor i don't know the full medical history i mean it's kind of news to me that his dad has a seizure disorder but of course yeah fuck whoever you need me to talk to uh but first let's figure out what exactly i'm going to talk to him about so anyway you know he he tells me and i explained to him look man a, a central line is actually not a bad idea and it's not an uncommon thing i mean i i helped place him uh, you know, while I was in the hospital all the time. So it wasn't, you know, just, just to give you an idea, it isn't something that only very few people do. Um, and they really just wanted access to, you know, be able to better monitor, um, you know, his blood pressures and, and just, you know, there, there's a, a, a myriad of benefits to having it in. It has its risks, you know, there's infections at the site of entry and all that jazz. But anyway, I said, tell me about this. You said you don't have confidence in the doctor. What do you mean? And he says, I don't know, man. He's just this young cat, and he just he just didn't seem to know his shit. And so I asked my buddy, is he a, is he a resident? Are you in a teaching hospital? Huh? And my buddy asks me, what's that? And it hit me. Like, oh, shit. Now, I guess, why would he know what that is? He wouldn't. He wouldn't need to. And so I, I quickly explained to him the breakdown that I'm going to explain to you. You get out of med school, you're an intern, very first year. No matter what you're going into, if you're going into plastic surgery, so be it. You're going to start off as an intern. Yeah. After intern, you're into your second year of residency. And depending on how long your training is, your resident, you know, you're a postgraduate. One, two, three, four, whatever it is. And then once you finish your residency, folks do fellowship training. So it's like an additional specialty training on top of your residency that you already did. And they all answer to their attending. Your attending is your boss, the head doctor for whatever unit you're on. So, so when you're talking to somebody, and of course, you know, you, if you're a junior resident, that means that you have a senior resident, somebody who's higher than you in your, your uh, residency training years. So I just asked him, I said, hey, ask him, if you could talk to his attendant or if he's a resident. And sure enough, he did that. And it turns out the guy was a resident. Uh, he was like a second year resident. He didn't really have much confidence. So talk to the attendant. It worked out. In telling that story, it, it, it reminded me of another story. I was a med student 
and we had just started up our clinical rotations. Uh, so after your first couple of years in med school, you don't really spend much time in the hospital. And then when you do, you start up rotating on different specialties. Like you'll be on neurology, you'll go from neurology to uh, OB, from OB to medicine. Anyway, very early on, um, if it wasn't one of the first hospital rotations I had, it was very early. I had, I had my OB rotation. And part of the transition that's hard is that initially as a med student, you, you're just awesome at reading books. You don't really know how to do anything. So you're kind of useless. And it's not useless in the way. You don't know where anything's at. You don't even know where the blankets are. You're just a mess. So when you show up, residents aren't too pumped. Um, you know, some are nicer than others, but uh, generally there's this weird sort of, they've been getting shat on all this time by their uppers or their attendings. Um, and now you too shall feel the wrath of some shit. So uh, it's kind of an awkward thing for everybody, but the hierarchy that uh, I just explained, which I hope was useful to some of you to kind of get behind the curtain and uh, see that the wizard is in fact not a wizard and just some old guy with some levers. Whoa. Anyway, so that whole hierarchy, I, as a med student, which is a little embarrassing now to admit, but I didn't know any of it. I didn't know what an attending was. Worst. I didn't know what a resident was. I didn't know what a fellow was. I mean, I had heard all these terms and I was too embarrassed to ask anybody because people were using them like it was just common sense or you should know that you're in med school jesus come on guy but again nobody in my family ever went to med school there's no doctors in my family so you know i had no idea and i guess i could have looked it up but it probably still wouldn't have made sense and then it, you know while you're in med school the last thing you want to do is look up extra shit you're busy being inundated with information or maybe i'm just a moron and didn't look it up nonetheless i had no idea right so I show up to OB and I'm, you know, I'm a male on the OB unit, oh. which is already you're kind of behind the eight ball because for some reason, OB training in residency is notoriously unkind. And I, you know, I have nothing against it. I actually enjoyed it, but everybody, it's brutal. And nobody was happy at any hospital that I've been to during their training. Um, so it, it's, I, I don't get it. But anyway, it's not to shit on them. I, I know a lot of folks who went in OB and I love them. And actually, like I said, I enjoyed it. Anyway, um, I sound like an apologist now. So, um, so I show up, right? And you want to show up early as a med student because you're trying to score points, you know? And I show up and I'm sitting down at the, uh, I think it's sort of a nurse's station. And somebody who shows up who, you know, looks relatively young but is wearing scrubs. And I just assume, you know, okay, this is probably one of the residents. So she sits down and literally at the computer next to me. She doesn't say anything to me about five minutes go by and uh she doesn't look at me she's typing and she says are you one of the med students and i said yeah yeah i am and she said you know her name whatever her name was and she says uh i'm the chief and i was like well, when else do you ever hear chief anybody call themselves chief I, I didn't know if like what that meant i was like i don't know what, what do i say i'm fucking darth vader i don't understand <laughs> so i didn't pay her any mind i was like all right whatever come to find out when you're chief as a resident you're kind of delegated the top resident and uh you're given the designation chief for your unit on your team in your specialty so she was obviously really offended that i didn't respond um in a way that she thought was appropriate and then it was a shit rotation after that Worst. but to this day it's still weird to me because you know me I, i'm the chief resident for my program and i've never said that to anybody matter of fact i might have said it for the first time just now
so this this chief resident says to me you know i'm chief and uh i I gave her no i don't know i'm thinking about it now if i was supposed to dance or high five her i don't know what she wanted but obviously it was an accomplishment to her and i'd be lying if i didn't say you know it feels good to have that designation but you know saying it to somebody is just weird if you ask me it's even weird when people introduce me as you know oh hey this is blah 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 you know he's the best chief um but you know nonetheless i mean it's uh, it, 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 it was good for my frail little ego uh, for like five minutes, and then it doesn't matter. It's just more work. So, um, so uh, it, it, that whole hierarchy again, it permeates the medicine. I, you know, as a med student, you you're not even on the you're not low man on the totem pole. You aspire to be the low man on the totem pole. I mean, you're just, kind of, you're just out there. Um, but. Anyway, um, so hopefully that information is helpful, useful, at least interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I thought it was a little odd myself actually going through it. And, you know, to this day, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. It's, it's I get it. It's necessary within the ranks, I guess, um, just to kind of get a gauge, a quick gauge of where people are at. But um, I think people probably hear it in the hospital, but it doesn't really register to them at all you know it's just kind of uh more nerd speak amongst the the nerds and coats but anyway um sorry to babble on but remember you're listening to medicine remix Listen, we don't have much to go by, so if you guys would please just like and subscribe anywhere you see anything. Medicine Remixed. Like the shit out of it. Just click on it. It doesn't cost you anything. Just move your fat finger and click on it. You're clicking all kinds of other shit at work when you shouldn't be. God damn it. But uh, we appreciate it, and that's really, you know, the only surrogate market we have to go by. And listen, the other thing is, fucking tell people about it, man. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. I mean, I'm always amazed, man, when people think people are famous. Like, I've never been starstruck, ever. And the reason I've never been starstruck is because somebody said to me once, you know, the only reason that person's famous is because you made them famous. Right. I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, stop caring who the fuck that is. Yeah. Watch how famous he is now. And it's yeah. like, holy it's like fuck, we, you're right. We give things meaning, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we give words meaning. We give everything, meaning. man. And like, when people when people think like, oh, you know, my friend's an artist. Uh, he wants to make it big or whatever. You know something? Fucking support that. I mean, if he sucks, he sucks. But if he's even halfway good, man, you make people famous. I don't think people realize that. You make things important. And damn it, make us famous is what we're saying. Fucking tell people. No, but my point is is that the only way this is going to get out and it's ever going to grow any legs to it is if people tell other people about it. And listen, if you don't like it, thank you for suffering through it. We love you. And if you like it, we'll fucking tell somebody, man. And to be real honest, the feedback that we've gotten back so far, fucking great, man. We appreciate it. Well, we're, we're having a good time doing it. And this is our way to be creative within a field that really is an art and a science, sure. but the art has been taken out of it yeah. for creative people in medicine. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of like super sure, talented man. people. Absolutely. This could be a forum for those people looking for a different right. way to express their craft through a more creative means. Get us up. Yeah. All right. We love you. Peace. Peace.